Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstead. Hello and welcome, magic folk, to This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. This is episode number 68, and we are your hosts. I am Matt Olson, over there. We have Danny Oakstead, who is looking at his phone, Just who is telling me to get ready for this podcast. Like, bitch, nah. I'm going to be fucking looking at TikTok here. Right? Just fucking shit up, listening to videos on full volume. What up? Matt's looking at pool. On TikTok. Actually, no, it's live. <laughs> you are recording a podcast live while watching pool live. Yes. Wow. And technically, we don't record live we are recording live. yeah we're live well, right now on discord we have owner and rock destroyer listening to us bruh that's an audience right there Bow. and then the other voice that you hear is a johnny the cat <laughs> local cat of the this week podcast loves to trot around and be a cat and then the person who loves petting the cat jb I'm petting Kitty. Only because he's close enough to touch it. <laughs> That's what she said. Whatever gets you off. <laughs> you see the you see the Discord there, JB? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> yep, exactly, Rock. Exactly. <laughs> Where? This is why it's gonna be on Which any t shirt that we ever sell. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story. Danny is the poor motherfucker that you see on all those gifts that's trying to wrangle in cats. You know, that whole joke of like, they're trying to wrangle in cats. JB and I are cats to Danny Shepard. Cat wrangler? That's a weird analogy, but okay. Uh, cat rancher. Yes. What do you do for a living? I ranch cats. Just two. They're really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> they keep my attention full time. I don't know how I do it, but I do it every day. <laughs> oh, man. Ranch them cats. Mm-hmm. The cats provide me with alcohol, so I keep coming back. <laughs> hey, give me in contact with them cats, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. So, tangents aside and all that, we want to thank our sponsor before we jump into this podcast, J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming. Located in the West Acres Mall in Fargo, North Dakota, they have every single Magic product that you need to play Magic the Gathering. They got the cards, they got the boosters, they got the sleeves, the dice, the playmats, anything and everything you could want. They got they got the penny sleeves, they got the perfect fits. Go check them out for all those stuff. And also, don't worry, if you don't live in the Fargo-Moorhead area... Stop talking. Oh my god. Stop I talking. Ta- I can't. Words are hard. Stop <laughs> touching the fucking cat. Don't tuck the cat. <laughs> New Leave rule- me alone. I have a speech impediment. N- Shut New- the fuck up, guys. Let's get on topic. New rules update Chaos Warp does not I tuck the cat. Stop touching the pussy cat. <laughs> I can't help it. It's so soft. Something, something doesn't get pussy at home. But This guy. I mean, you're right. Rachel, don't listen to this. 
My wife never does, so I don't have to worry about it. What would you do if this was going to be the Christmas the only moment? The episode that she listens to? The Christmas moment of like, you know what, honey? You've been doing this for almost a year. Yes, I will listen. Don't listen to this one. Right? Yeah, no, not this one. And this is the one where I'm not keeping this part cut out. No. That's fine. <laughs> My wife never listens to it. She'll never listen to it. So it's all, all good. Right? Mine does every once in a while. <laughs> no. Yeah, my wife will never listen to this. You're lucky. <sighs> so the J-Dubs read's still going on here. Is it? <laughs> it is. They also ship across the country for those that don't live in the Fargo-Moorhead area. So don't worry, our listeners down in Missouri, or even the ones that we have across the pond. Got to work out something special with J-Dubs on that. Contact them. He'll be glad to help you. Uh, finally, quickly, they have... Legacy and Modern Leagues every Saturday and Sunday on their Discord channel. Please join in on that. And then finally, they help you get your cards graded through PSA and Beckett. Wow, we did that read. Finally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we do it every week. Yeah. Or Matt but, does. But he, this is, and right? he takes forever to do it every single right? week, too. 20 oh, minutes. Well, first off, it wasn't like this today where we... <laughs> I don't think anything's... Oh, oh, I can't say that. Something will clearly top the break in this ad read. But before we deviate too much further and Danny <laughs> yeah, cries even... Yeah, before we niv it. And Danny this cries... This ad is so time. long that we need an ad in this ad. <laughs> I'll give you guys the breakdown how this episode is going to get laid out. But actually, hold on. Before we do that, we have some more important news when it comes to J-Dubs. Do we? We do. Do we? Yeah, we do. Really? Tell them about the gift bundle there, JB. What gift bundle? The one to your left. Oh, that gift bundle. There we go. The one we're giving away. Yeah. You want to tell the good news to the th- week three and final lucky winner? If you pull it up on your screen so I can read it. That's not the one. Yeah, that's not the one. It's loading. Come on, Matt. Well, your Matt. internet sucks. Oh, my God. God, Matt. Okay, so... This week's winner for week three is Keegan64. Okay, so then let's fast forward because we have another another redraw. Uh, redraw from our week one. Yep. Sorry, Crushed Aria. You didn't get back to us at all if you're listening to this now. I'm really sorry. Maybe if you hit us back, I'll give you some sort of consolation prize. Right. We have codes. Maybe you'll get a repack of Commander <laughs> Legends. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, the redraw of week winner, week one winner. Words are hard. Words are hard. <laughs> I understand. Thank you, Danny. It's greatly appreciated. Is this going to be like an AA meeting between the two of us on words? Words have been hard for me since I was at 16, so it's been almost 14 years. Can right? we call English it? is like my worst fucking class ever. I got straight Ds. Oh, no. English was fine. There was this speech impediment, age 16. Oh, yeah, no, fuck. So words fuck are hard. Eng- fuck English. English sucks. No, English is easy. Can we call fuck, it? Fuck, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Math is easy. Can we call it? Math is wah. easy. English was easy. In- English sucked. Danny, who's Science our- was okay. Danny. History was all right. Danny, who's our redraw winner? Uh, I guess uh, a former top player of North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, folks. We got a 20-minute intro for this one. <laughs> He resides from uh, Manoman, Minnesota, weighing in at, I have no idea, goes by Schmidt Gavin. Uh, 
Got lucky six, enough eight, with seven. it. <laughs> six foot seven, three hundred and ninety pounds. Well, I think coming in at the I, blue I think, corner, think he's, <laughs> wearing nothing but tan shorts. If you're gonna be screaming, at least give yourself a little space there. I think he's <laughs> like clip six, six foot three. He's pretty tall, yeah. I don't know. I, I was Gavin, just making up numbers. I think Gavin's six foot three. If he, if you correct us, it'd be great. Yeah, no, Gavin. it's Gavin Schmidt was lucky enough to win week one's drawing or redraw for week one. Right. So, I swear uh, it's not rigged. I swear. Matt will mail that to you or delivered hand. I don't know. Or you can you know where Matt lives, so you just come grab it yourself. No, Matt's got to hand deliver it. Straight up. Walk it to Manoman. Yes. Not yes. by car. You have to walk it. To now walk it out. Walk it out. Oh my god. Someone take his mic away. What are we back in high school? <laughs> god, take it, stop take it. his mic away. Jeez. Please. Otherwise, Your talking rights are, are gone. So the breakdown for this episode. Finally. <laughs> Twenty minutes later. Uh, the breakdown <laughs> for this episode is I'm gonna pass you over. To JB at the boggle desk, and he's gonna do his thing with you. <laughs> and then, wow, this this yep. is not family friendly, there, Matt. None of ours have ever been family friendly. We have not had an episode where we haven't said fuck, fuck. shit, piss, ass. There's another Any one. Of those. Yep, I don't remember. You know, you seven. know, you bleep those out there, Matt. Yeah, since but that, you're editing, but yeah. that makes extra work. But oh, future Matt's going to have a lot of work be, in this episode. It'd be a very interesting episode, though. Oh, my God. And then Danny is going to take it away with some uh, leading us off into the news and some BNRs. If we have any, do we? I don't know. And then we're going to talk about the finance Danny of the week. And then move to deck of the week, and y'all can go home. They're all because home. I'm sticking to it. Not it's, Rock Destroyer. He's driving right now. Is he? Yes. Rock, I've I've given up every single week. And yet he still Danny, shows up. I don't have a deck of the week linked. Because we're going over mine. So yeah. that's why. But what if I want to look at it? Then you click you in the link. Pull it up. There is no link. No, you could go go to Moxfield. Dude, that's too much work. Oh my god. <laughs> Take us away. We're at the boggle desk, JB. Oh, finally, finally. I passed it to you like a good minute and, ago. And remember, I can't link anything with my phone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it's too busy. But you had the but, computer. I need visuals. <laughs> I'm a visual learner. Okay, so first up, we have... God damn it. Now my, now my page won't scroll, Danny. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't want to edit this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna run through the rest of this podcast that way it keeps at a nice tight hour, <laughs> if that. <laughs> ninety minutes. We're good at ninety minutes. Oh, this guy. <laughs> okay, so first up, we had a five k Caldheim Championship qualifier through Star City Games. Uh, historic was the format. First place, we had Rakdos Agro. Second place was Saltite Control. Third place, we had John Sacrifice. Fourth place was Red Deck Wins. Fifth place, Rakdos Sacrifice. Sixth place, Rakdos Sacrifice. Seventh place was Saltite Control. And eighth place was Saltite Control. A diverse meta, wouldn't you say, JP? 
Meh. <laughs> 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 Meh. So the Rakdos aggro deck that took first place was also a Lurus deck. Go figure. Dread ho- four Dread Horde, four Kroxa, two Scourges, Glyclaves, which I personally would have went more, but that's just me. Four Stitcher Supplier and three Young Pyromancers. I feel the Young Pyromancers ate into the Scourge there, probably. Anyway, on to the next event. We had a Modern Championship Qualifier. First place, we had Blue Red Aggro. Second place was Salt Eye Control. Third place was Four Color Ramp Control. Fourth place was Burn. Fifth place was Valakut. Sixth place was Utopia Gruel. Seventh place was Four Color Ramp Control. And eighth place was Death Shadow. So let's take a look at this Blue Red Aggro. Oh, look at that. It's got Sprite Dragon. Ooh, the prowess. I love Sprite Dragon. So it's got four Monetary Swift Spear, four Soul Scar Mage, four Sprite Dragon, and four Stormwing Entities. I do enjoy a good Stormwing Entity. Right? It's got some Burst Lightning, some Gut Shot, Lava Darts, Light Up the Stages, Lightning Bolts, of course, Manamorphose, Mutagenic Growth, and Ops. Gut Shot, Lava Darts, uh, Manamorphose, all go, and Mutagenic Growth. All go very well with Stormwing Entity. Right. Soul Guide Lantern is pretty interesting to see in the sideboard. Along with a Vapor Snag, huh? Wow. That's an interesting version of an Unsummon. Haven't you ever seen Vapor Snag No, before? I have not. Yeah. That it, is cool. It's just only creatures, though. Uns- well, I mean, Unsummon is a creature. Is it a creature? Yeah. It is a creature. Yeah. It's not a boomerang. Whoops. Yeah, this is just a little better. That's cool. I like that. I like that. So, that'll do it for our past events. On to our upcoming events. We have a Modern Showcase qualifier going on on Friday, I believe. You believe? Yes, I can't remember. I didn't pull up the calendar again. (laughs) Mm, Seems like you should link that there, JB. No! (laughs) Where's the fun of that? And then we have a Legacy Showcase qualifier the next day. Uh, what vid- day is that? Possibly Saturday. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> so then we also have Vintage Cube Draft starting on Wednesday, and that's going to run for three weeks on MTGO. And then I'll do it for our upcoming events. So with that, I pass the torch to Danny. For your ASMR BNR update. Which we don't have. We don't have a BNR. Oh. oh, damn. So we move along to blog talk of the week. <laughs> anyway, we'll move along to uh, blog talk of the week. This week's blog talk post comes from Justin 1379 He asked, was Viking too real world to be a creature type in this new Kelheim set? Uh, Mark Rosenwater replies, we talked about it. The problem is, it's a geographical label, not a job title. Which makes sense. Because really, Vikings are just warriors that happen to be from the Scandinavian countries. Very true. So the first news topic that we have that's kind of cool, I would say, is we have an article from Hipsters of the Coast. Rebecca Gway adds collaborations with Seb McKinnon and Elena Danner 
for her Kickstarter. So Rebecca Guay is doing a Kickstarter. Legendary artist Rebecca Guay. You know some of her arts of... Uh, we'll cover it here in a second because I cannot think of their names off the top of my head because I'm a really bad person. But it says here in the article today, legendary Magic the Gathering artist Rebecca Guay announced her first stretch goals for her current Kickstarter, including two exciting collaboration opportunities with current Magic artists Sam McKinnon and Elena Danner. The campaign ends on Sunday, December 20th, so you missed it already. And it has nearly raised $120,000 as of writing this article, which came out on the math 16th. And let's take a look to see. No, I don't want that. That was five days ago. Yeah, the 16th, five days ago. Just letting you know. Thank you. So currently, the new Rebecca Way is backed up to, since it ended yesterday, it ended at $197,259. Dang. <gasps> Some serious money right there. Yeah. Their stretch goals have been made here. Uh, so the $150,000 uh, stretch goal, which they did get, is a Path to Exile extended narrative playmat and sketch giveaway. So the Kickstarter did re- receive $150,000. So Gwei is going to extend the art for her Path to Exile, which was the promo that came out. Oh, man, I can't remember when that promo came out. But... When you see it, you'll know it's her. Uh, ad- uh, additionally, at 150000 Rebecca will randomly choose a backer that pledged $60 or more and give away an original magic sketch from one of her sketchbooks. And there's a couple pictures of potential sketches and stuff that she got. At 160000 which they did meet as well, they got a Seb McKinnon collaboration happening. If the Kickstarter reaches 160000 Gway will release a collaboration with fan-favorite artist Seb McKinnon. Quote, I'm leaping from one of his paintings to do a new version of Kesa, she said, a fully painted watercolor image that will be made into a never-before-or-again-released image for choice as a playmat. Gway and McKinnon worked together earlier this year on a piece for McKinnon's Kickstarter campaign, and this reimagining of a magic legend by two artistic titans is something to watch for. Their blending of artistic styles is poetry in motion, and this collaboration looks to be just as exhilarating as the last. That is all from the Hipsters of the Coast article. I am not any artist connoisseur to know the difference. Don't lie. Well, JB... You're the sub fanboy here. Yes. Are you excited for this? Sure. If you show me the picture. Uh, we don't have a picture done yet. Because <gasps> it just reached it. Oh. And then there will be the stretch goal of Elena Danner collaboration. Uh, Elena Danner is the one who drew the jeweled lotus. It says, quote, I'll be teaming up with one of my favorite young artists for MTG, and we've worked back and forth to develop this idea together with two of our most iconic characters, Gwei said. I'll make a full watercolored painting of this Sarah Angel and Jewel Lotus and unlock it as a choice for a special edition signed playmat. So yeah, uh, it has happened. If you backed, you received information if you were a $60 backer, if you're going to be receiving any of those rewards or not. But I imagine at some point we're going to see the arts. Everybody's going to be able to see the arts. They just won't have the playmats. But from there... I think we're going to just jump into the meat of this 
podcast because you know so far it's just been pretty much just sugar the one slice of meat in this podcast <laughs> the, the one slice because this is the good part because last week we had metal week as done by wizards of the coast a lot of new keldheim cards got spoiled so we're going to cover those but on top of that mark rosewater came out with his maro keldheim teaser and that's where you take it away there, JB. <laughs> that was a perfect pitch to you. That was a, a swing and a miss. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Okay, so Went first Right up, over his head. Yes, it did. It doesn't take much. Damn. <laughs> How dare you take the joke right out of my mouth from there? I was going to say that. A little Among more. Among other things. A little more hairspray, and I would have got that joke. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, first up, we have. A five-color legendary enchantment. Oh? Yeah, that sounds exciting. Uh, two and a black for a 6-6 six, six with death touch. Oh, hold on. With that uh, enchantment, the five-color legendary enchantment, can we expect something like the uh, one from Alara that was the frog that became like a, a seven thirteen or whatever? Do you remember that? I don't know. I didn't play way back then. I have no idea what you're talking about. What's that? Shards of Alara. Yeah. That was before my time. Right. Well, it doesn't need Way to be before, before my time. Everybody knows this legendary enchantment. Well, clearly we don't. Yeah, we don't. Helps to spell it right, Matt. He's looking. Why didn't you put in the, the, the oracle text for there five color? Genju of the Realm. Legendary enchant land. It is Wooburg. You pay two. Enchanted land becomes a legendary 8-12 spirit creature with trample until end of turn. It's still a land. When enchanted land is put into a graveyard, you may return Genju of the realms from your graveyard to your hand. It came out in Kamigawa, not shards. That is my bad. Wow, man. How dare you be wrong? Wow. Yeah, Cryptoc, you don't need that in your deck. Oh no, it's just lulzy kind of stuff. The art is really good. Thank you, Scott M. Fisher, for that art of a elemental toad just vomiting on the world. Okay, so uh, a two black six six with death touch is it going to have some sort of? Oh, it'll dra- have drawback. A drawback it, it to like what to rotting drawback. Regi- same as rotting registrar of discard card. It's got to have drawback, otherwise uh, it's going to be busted as hell. So then next up we have a card that allows you to kill someone with poison. I know Matt's excited about I am that. So excited for that. I remember there was a uh, Q&A session with Mark Rosewater like two or three weeks back. Infect itself as a mechanic is not going to be coming back, but that he did uh, said that there was a good chance that Poison 3, and or, you know, like Poison was going to be back. And this is like when this creature dealt damage, it dealt damage to a player in, in Poison counters instead. So it doesn't deal Meg 1 counters like what Wither does, what Infect does. It just, when it deals damage to a player, it just does straight Infect your poison counters, so it's infect without being infect. Yes, because yeah. poison was a thing before infect was a yep. thing. Remember? Yep. Oh, well, that was so way before my time. So. Yeah, so we're going to be getting poison back of sorts, and I'm not sure exactly how. I, I thought they just errated poison to be infect. Nope, it's always been poison counter. An infect creature deals damage to a player in poison counters, and it deals damage to creatures in the form of negwon negwon counters. Hmm. So poison counters are going to be a thing in Keldheim. So. Anything that proliferates, guys. And we just got out of Ravnica, which had all the pro- proliferating. For right? standard for standard purposes, that is. Though, you know, like Legacy or Modern Infect, 
this there could be uh, something like the power level that standard has it. been getting there stop it there could be a good chance that there is now gonna be a new card to add into infect decks stop it i'm just right saying now stop it quit giving ideas we don't need more infect running around it's not about infect there's hardly any infect running around right now good compare like everybody wants to be playing blue red prowess over infect or insert any prowess deck over infect yeah, because it's faster, but Infect's harder to come back from. I mean, yeah, it's true. So that's that's why it's everyone hates Infect because it's nearly impossible to come back from. But it's a glass cannon, you know. If you well, the glass cannon that most often just blows up in your face. I mean, you ain't wrong, right? So <laughs> with the possibility for turn two kills, piss on that shit. Yeah. Continue on, JB, with Mark Rosewater teasers. No. <laughs> We're going to talk about how shitty Infect is. Don't be that player. I'd it's rather not, you play Grixis over Infect. It's not Infect. It's Poison in this. Friends don't let friends play Infect. Or Poison. Yes. Period. Or Blue. Should I be hurt or here? Or Black. You should be very hurt. Should I be hurt here because I'm still playing those? You should be very hurt. <laughs> Am I not your friend? <laughs> well, you're the one that decides to play those things. You just against you our better judgment. I thought he paid us to be his friends. Oh. I mean, he does. He does buy the beer. He does. Uh, JB, continue. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> hey, so no denying it. Right. <laughs> so next up, we have something with some progentious mana coming Ooh. up. A card with white, white, blue, blue, black, black, red, red, green, green, tap. Activation. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, are we going to get a reprint of Door to Nothingness? I don't know what that is. Door to Nothingness. Wooberg, or uh, Progentius, tap. Target opponent loses the game. Target player loses the game. That's dumb. Yeah. Make sure I'm right here. Yeah, because you were wrong on the last one. Nothing. But I remember it enchanted a land. (laughs) That counts for something, right? No, you just said it was an enchantment that turned into a frog. There we go. Uh, target player loses the game. There we go. And you sacrifice it. Yep. No, you don't. Yeah. Oh, you do. Sacrifice yep. it. Sack it. Target player loses the game. But it doesn't exile it, so you can recur it. Right. Any form of artifact recursion. We have a don't. we have a friend in our play group that loves Door to Nothingness. He might listen to this episode. So, yes. Uh, J Rad. Okay. Mm. So next up. <laughs> We're giving people horrible ideas. Stop it. It's not giving them horrible <laughs> ideas. It's telling them what it could be and what right? they can do. So next up, we have a card that lets you use a creature's toughness to perform an action normally using a creature's power. Duels combat damage. Probably a fight card. It's it's probably more of a defender is now an attacker. Do you remember that? No, Wait. they've done that before. Oh, yeah, but I mean... Well, it's just releasing of what they're going to do. It's not like it's new stuff. Yeah, it doesn't say that something that it hasn't done before. They're just bringing you new stuff that hasn't been in a set for a while. Yeah. but I think No, I think that was Throne that allowed you to do that. Uh, Arcades, which was Core mm-hmm. 20. Was, was the it last, Core 20? Yeah, it was the last time that No, happened. it was 19. Was Oh, yeah, it was. It was right before I started. Yep. Arcades was Core 19 because that's when uh, all the other Elder Dragons came back. Mm-hmm. So, butt attacks are going to be a thing, potentially. What? Butt attacks. 
What? Yeah, you know, like... They're going to fight with their butts, not their hands. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. What? First off, JB, have you not seen the butt anime where they where these ladies in bikinis... No, is this like Meat Canyon? No, no, this... <laughs> It's not that. It's not that it disturbing. Is, is this is this your fucked up dark side of YouTube shit again? It's not the Man, fucked up dark side of YouTube it. again. Anti-vax girls. If miss it. Oh my god. There are numerous new non-creature tokens. Chibi, don't do it. We're doing a, so good. A card that may, uh, a card that can make a token that's a copy of a target permit. For no mana. I bet that's going to be either a tap ability on something that's like, as a permanent enters the battlefield, you know, like Lithoform Engine are going to get another blue. A- effect that's a Lithoform. Or another Kiki Jiki effect. No, 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 no. Ooh. <gasps> Splinter Twin. Nope. Splinter Twin's blue. not getting unbanned. Splinter Twin JB. It doesn't have to get unbanned in modern. It just gets played in standard now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, moving along. A black creature that can copy other creatures. Ooh. The introduction of a creature type that players have been wanting for years. Oh, wonder what that could be. I don't think we've uh, seen it yet in the current spoilers. Nope. Nope. Looking at the spoilers. We'll cover the spoilers here. Those are all the the set booster. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I ordered a set box? Because there's some pretty sweet shit in there. Yeah, there is. Let me tell you what. That you're not going to get. <laughs> well, then I'll fucking pre-order it just so I get it. You'll still probably not get it. Oh, I'll get it because I'll pre-order it. They'll just take your money and just run. A card. Like Matt. <laughs> Gets his orders canceled. <sighs> Jesus. Don't even bring that up. <laughs> a card with three activation costs one that's only ever used once before, and the other two have never been used before. A new Planeswalker. Phasing. Ooh. So, uh, n- no, a card with three activation costs, one activation... Does it mean, like, the activation cost has never been used before, or is it the activations themselves? Probably the well, I guess it's the activations themselves, Ooh. is the way I understand this. So my guess this would be a Planeswalker... Right. That is or an, abilities that or an artifact. Or an artifact possibly. Yeah. But <clears throat> we've seen artifacts with three abilities. Yep, like Staff of Domination, which I just yep. pulled one the other day. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, that right? Has, what, a three dollar fucking rare. Isn't that five yeah, it is. that it has? Yeah, it's got five. Yeah. Right? Why do I buy Commander Legends? I have horrible luck. You you pay you just give me money and I'll go buy you the box. Right. Okay, so now we're up for some snippets of rules text that we will see. First one up is protection from god creatures. Gods are returning into Keldheim. And I'm very disappointed that they don't have indestructible. Well, a couple of the other gods didn't have indestructible, the Amonkhet ones. Remember the god eternals? Yeah, but they had where well, they would come like back. A, a pseudo uh, indestructible they can They'd come get back. tucked. Let's see. Yeah, no. There's nothing to do to like reoccur this. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about these uh, gods here in a second as soon as we're done with this Morrow teaser. And the next one is Sacrifice Five Treasures. We know that one as well. Next one is If Three or More Creatures Died This Turn. 
That one seems very vague because, you know, if it's three or more creatures that died this turn, it could be something that's black or white seems the most viable uh, color-wise where it would be showing up in maybe Rakdos. Well, yeah. I can see Rakdos. It's Rakdos. probably be if three or more creatures died this turn, pay the, or play this card for free. So That would be such an easy thing to do. But I mean, right? Board wipe, drop a big beater. Like this, this is the this is going to be the uh, another god here. If three no. or more creatures die, here you go. You here you go. This. If three or more creatures die this turn, you can cast this two in a black six six with death touch. Oh, oh, JB, you or, evil genius! Or, there we go. That's the drawback on yeah, that three drop death touch. Yeah, restrict, as a restrictor. Yep. There we go. Or you have to meet this requirement in order to cast it. You all heard it here first, folks. JB has shot, called it. The three and a black 6-6 six, six death touch can only be cast. And I am 98% sure that I am wrong. <laughs> what are you going to do if that 2% is right, though? Oh, my God. Oh, shit, myself. <laughs> How many of those copies are you going to buy just because of this? It's going to be a great story. Zero. To tell in the future. A lot. You're going to tell your kids, and they're going to be like, Dad, you're a nerd. Yeah. They already, already, they already call me a nerd. <laughs> But I'm introducing them to the game, too, so they'll be nerds. So hopefully they'll become magic addicts like me and never have money for drugs. You're smart on that, that's for sure. I feel you on that. Until they pawn away all their stuff to buy magic cards. Hey, I'm totally fine with that because it's not drugs. That's true. Choose one, two, or three at random. I like that. I wonder if it's going to be like the Achilles guy from Theros kind of a thing, maybe, you know, like, but it says you choose, uh, choose at random when, so probably choose at random when it ETBs probably. Otherwise it's like roll a die or tap that too. I can see an artifact doing it. Right. Yeah. Next up we have except for giants, wizards, and lands. Great. Let's include Uro again, because remember, Uro's a giant. Yeah. Oh, and we're going to talk about one of the cards that are spoiled that people are are, are talking about with Uro. It's beautiful. Not going to lie. Um, next is, you may search your library and or graveyard for a rune card. Dude, I'm excited about this. So runes yeah. are going to be a thing? Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming runes are... Oh, man, if I had to guess... I'm going to guess Artifact. No, dude. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Artifact would make most sense with runes. I was going to say just like, like signets, right? I was going to say like an enchantment because you know you got to enchant an object to make it a rune, kind of a thing. But runes no, are, it'll be ru- like an artifact or equipment. Runes are runes would be an artifact. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Nordic runes, they're and, artifacts. And some of the art that we've already seen for Keldheim, there's one where there's like these runes in the <sighs> sky. You see that one? It looks so beautiful. Let's talk about the showcase, man. Oh, okay. We're oh. Taking, we taking a break right now and talking about the showcase. Oh. Before you orgasm, how we finish this list? Uh, okay, we'll talk <laughs> about like the showcase. There's like 10 left. Okay, we'll go by quickly. As long as you control three or more legendary creatures, you win the game. Oh my god. No, that's no. Another stupid Thassa's Oracle bullshit. <laughs> as long as you have at least seven life more than your starting life total. Ooh, you white, skipped one. White life gain. No, I didn't. You did. Mm-hmm. X. X well, is the number of vehicles you control plus the number of equipment you control. There you go. 
I bet that's going to be like a red wrath kind of effect. Right. No, that'll be a Boros thing. Yeah, deal X damage where X is the number of vehicles plus the number of equipment you control. I'm just saying that as long as you are you have at least seven life more than you've started, it's all that's white. On, it's that's all on a white. card. It's uh, the noble that creates angels. Um, oh, right, yeah, the yep. speaker of the heavens. There we go. Well, it doesn't specifically say that these are new things. These, no, these I'm just like, saying that's what it is. Snippets. Right. Hey, Matt. Uh, create X of those tokens instead. So here's going to be one of those things where it's, I imagine like a finale. Yeah, I remember the finale of Revelation, the white one from uh, Ravnica. White, white, X, create X, one, one, or two, two soldier creature tokens with vigilance. And then if X is 10 or more, in, uh, instead create X, four, four angels with yep. it. The finale of glory. And it's from War of the Spark. Thank you. And finally, here are some creature type lines you'll see. You'll have Angel Warrior. Zombie Rogue. Dwarf Cleric. Horse Spirit. Vampire Dragon. Legendary Creature Wolf. We've seen it. Legendary Creature Bird Spirit. Haven't seen it. Legendary Creature Giant Wizard. Legendary Creature Demon Berserker. And last, but definitely not least, we have... Legendary creature, forever squirrel. Yes, Danny's going nuts over this. I am. <laughs> All pun intended. I, I will. I will play the fuck out of these squirrels on my mat with my squirrel riding my toad. I was right. Just, I was just about to say that for those those of our lucky listeners that do not know, Danny is so proud of his favorite mat. Tell us about this mat. It's a squirrel riding a toad into a war. It's so, or, so good. Actually, actually, it's a squirrel riding a toad. On a battlefield of nothing but like devastation. So you remember the the whole Clash of Clans ads with the Hog Rider? No. We got (laughs) Toad Rider. Nope. (laughs) 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 Matt remembers those Clash of Clans ads. I do remember those Clash of Clans ads. I played that game. <gasps> you sad sack. I know. You're telling me. I never played that game because I'm stupid. I tried. I got tired of it. And then I played I friends that were like head over heels for the game. That was their life. It's like, yeah, this is not a game for life. I, p- I played it because of uh, Ono and because of P-Zorns. They got oh, me into it. I, I tried and was like, yeah, nah. But here we are, going to tell you about some of the cards that they have spoiled. And since JB is so ex- excited to talk about the showcase art, let's talk about the showcase art with the first card that they revealed hold with on, hold it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get there. No. Let me get there. Why aren't you there yet? Let me get there. What the fuck? I'm not yet. What the fuck? Because there's no links, because Matt what sucks the at linking. Fuck? Go to Mythic Spoilers. That's where I'm No, I'm going to Scryfall, because Scryfall is way better. Mythic Spoiler has them all out, bro. Yeah, but Scryfall is way better. So while he's figuring that out... I'm, I'm there. I'm oh, there. you're there? I'm okay. There. I'm Finally. There. I'm there. So yes, God. the showcase frame is badass. Tell us about it. It is so sick. How so? It is all freaking scrolled out, filigreed, freaking everything, all straight up old ancient Norse, just badass. Dude, oh. I love it. Really? I love it. How much? I'm so excited. I love it so much. How much? I so much that I bought a fucking box of this damn set. That's what. That you'll never see a showcase in. Probably not. <laughs> even though I bought the set boosters, so hopefully there's more of them in there. 
So you should. <laughs> oh, God damn it. No, I said you should have gotten uh, the collector booster. Then you would have been guaranteed at least one showcase. I don't have the money for that shit. What the fuck, bro? Bro, what the I fuck? ain't made of money like Matt. Sell a kidney. <laughs> so They're going for like $10,000. <laughs> there was an article that was posted up on magic.wizards.com slash articles where they were talking specifically about the showcase and how that came about. So the inspiration came from their uh designer graphic senior graphic designer james arnold and he said that he went to the national nordic museum and spent time looking at incredible ancient viking artifacts for inspiration and then remembering running his hand along the side of centuries old viking ship and feeling the wood grain worn smooth by lifetimes of adventures that was the feeling i was looking for to capture with this frame so it's uh, with rough and powerful feel of the frames. It only makes sense that the artwork would suit. But yeah, uh, imagine the typical like Norse knot design on the sides of it as well, uh, leading up. And it it does have like a a, a wood uh, feel to the card. Like it looks it looks grainy, like a car, or like wood art. So I wasn't a fan of the one that you have pulled up right now. But I do like the white god art, dude. Because no, the Golgri one, because that sick. one, that one is, I guess, more appealing to me. the The way that the art depict. Okay, so the first card that we're talking about here for people to know, uh, the first card that they spoiled was Magda Brazen Outlaw, which is red one for a two one legendary. Dwarf Berserker. Other dwarfs you control get plus one plus zero. Oh. Whenever a dwarf you control becomes tapped, create a treasure token. Sack five treasures. Search your library for an artifact or dragon card. Put that card in the battlefield and shuffle your library. So that was the first card that they shown. And it's this uh, dwarf with blood on their face and on their hammer, like getting wrapped up by a dragon by their side. Look, looks very cool. But the card that Danny's talking about, he will read to you right now. My card's, my phone's gonna die. Well, I've got it right here. JB's going to reuse the card right now. Okay, so we have Halvar, God of Battle. For two, white, white, you get a 4-4 legendary god. Uh, Creatures you control that are enchanted or equipped have double strike. At the beginning of each combat, you may attach target aura or equipment attached to a creature you control to target creature you control. And it's also a modal card, so on the backside, you have Sword of the Realms. For one and a white, you get a legendary artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus O, and has vigilance. Whenever equipped creature dies, return it to its owner's hand. And its equipped cost is one and a white. And it can be used as your commander. That it can. Yes. Um, and the thing is, with this as well, uh, commander tax still uh, qual- still required of it when you cast it for its opposite side. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's some people online that were asking that. So as the responsible magic players, magic podcast that we are, want all of our listeners to know that as well. Yep, yep. But yeah, the reason I don't like uh, Magda is because it's just too much going on. Right, it is a very busy card. Like, yeah. the, 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 the border itself, like the actual border itself is absolutely perfect. It's the fact that the artwork itself is just too much. 
Yeah, because at first glimpse of the card, maybe at first glimpse you're not going to notice if there was a dragon in the background until you look at it again. Right. As compared to uh, Halvar, where it's really just focusing on the god him, uh, themselves. But so far, those are the two uh, showcase cards that we got. Oh, no, we got nope, another we one. have a third one. Yeah, we do have a third one. This is the legendary creature Wolf that JB is excited about. And there is a crazy uh, synergy with this that, uh, Cryptoc, if you're listening, it's take notes. Eater of the Worlds is what it's been compared to. Seraph Realm Eater. For one black green, you get a legendary wolf. That's a 3-3. Whenever a permanent and opponent controls is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on Seraph the Realm Eater. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Seraph has one or more plus one, plus one counters on it, you may remove all of them. If you do exile each other non-land permanent with converted mana cost, less than or equal to the number of counters removed this way. So you notice how it says non-lands. Uh, Ashea, 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 Soul of the Wilds. Green, green, three for a star, star, legendary, elemental. Ashea, Soul of the Wilds, power and toughness are equal to the number of lands you control. Non-token creatures you control are forced lands in addition to their other types. Um, It actually says uh, whenever permanent opponent controls... So it doesn't say non-land. No, but he's saying as a way to get rid of exiling oh. your own stuff. Yeah, this doesn't hit your own stuff. Lands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This hits your this the uh, this is pretty much going to be protecting your stuff. I should have uh, I should have stated that at the beginning. Yes, if you oh, have yeah, yeah. Uh, and Ashea on the battlefield at the same time, your stuff is not getting exiled. That's true, except for artifacts. Correct, but at that point in green black, how many artifacts are you running? Right. And maybe some enchantments. And honestly, right. I'd rather have the normal art than the showcase art. I don't with know. This I, one. Like the, I like the showcase frame. It's pretty badass. The frame is all right, but the art itself, yeah. I'd rather have the normal. I agree with Just you. Just imagine that Danny. in foil. <sighs> yeah, because it's this giant wolf the size of some evergreen trees and on its like legs, just above its paws up to its elbow bend, it's like this rainbow color of Norse knots and then its eyes are glowing red. Well, yeah, green and red. Cuz this is legs. this is this is the equivalent of Fenrir is what this is. Yep. Uh also, we got a new planeswalker revealed. Yeah, we do. Right? How about that borderless? That borderless looks Ooh. very good. So sick. This is Assassin's Creed Valhalla right here. Okay, did you guys look in the background of the normal one and what you see in the background? Yeah, you see this, like, troll giant. Massive giant. Yeah. And then in the, and in the showcase, it's actually, like, a dragon. I wonder if that's going to be the... is Or a demon. Yeah, is that going to be, like, one of... Is that foreshadowing, like, one of the gods and stuff? Here, can you... If I zoom in on this, can you see it better there, JB? No, I mean, I can see it. I'm just looking at it, and it almost looks like it might be... It, it looks like it might even be the same creature, like the shadow of the same creature. Right. Just more, like, sharp and defined in this one. Right. Could be. Yeah, because you, you can kind of see in the in the borderless one, you can see that there are kind of wings here. It looks like is the way that they're, like, pivoting upwards. I, this one, it's I'd a big it's... column that's blocking the back of this 
I'd say I'd say it's more. Body. It's not really wings in that sho- uh, showcase one. It's more. I think that's more of a head. It's his penis. <laughs> yes. Let's get real. Yes, Matt. <laughs> Let's get real. Tell us what's on your mind. Well, clearly it's a troll penis. We are, we are all here to listen to your <laughs> problems. It's a furry of how troll you're penis. thinking of troll penises all day. <laughs> I just, just need something. So, garbage trolls is what I was just thinking about. Let's uh, let's read this card while we're at it. Yeah, we should. Because this card is, I've been th- when I first saw this, I was thinking of a deck with them. Right, yeah, dude, yeah, I love this were. card. As soon as it came out, Danny's like, I just wish it was a little, a this, little less costed. This and another planeswalker. I need to make in a deck right now. Like yep. he was that eager about this card. I just, mm-hmm. I just wish this was like a four mana. It'd be broken four mana. I mean, for, not for, really. I mean, we've if, had some if, pretty if it, fucked up three manas. If, if it's four, it has to be. It has to be four loyalty. I'd be okay with that. I would be perfectly okay with that. The only thing is, your chances of getting the seven are very, very slim. Right, but I would, I would be totally okay with the four mana, four loyalty. Yep. Kaya with all of her abilities. Yep. But anyways, what's your uh, first ability? Oh, we didn't even read the name. Well, he sorted it. Read the name, JB. What's her name? Kaya the Inexorable. For three, white and a black. You get a legendary planeswalker. Kaya. Five loyalty. First ability is a plus one. You put a ghost form counter on up to one target non-token creature. It gains when this creature dies. Or is put into exile, return it to its owner's hand, and create a 1 1 white spirit creature token with flying. Matt, you want the next one? Let me do it. Oh, are we taking turns with reading it? I uh, thought, I thought so. My guess. I thought, I thought so. You, I thought, you take Nick 3. I thought JB was just waiting for you to done shifting in your chair, making all that noise. Oh, well, I mean, I suppose that too, but. Nope. <laughs> I thought he was going to fart. Nah. <laughs> I don't have one yet. Damn. Nick 3. Exile, target non-land permanent. Solid. And last but not least, we have a NIG 7. You can emblem with, at the beginning of your upkeep, you may cast a legendary spell from your hand, from your graveyard, or from among cards you own in exile without paying its mana cost. This card is bonkers. Yep. 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 You get, uh, yeah, as uh, as it was said earlier, Abzan is going to be bonkers. And not just in standard, but in like Pioneer. I'm thinking of like Kethis combo style decks with K- uh, Kaya. Because Kethis, you're exiling legendaries from your graveyard. And it's just filling it up for the ultimate here to where you could just. Cool. I can cast these now. Well, just think. You can you could easily use this in Commander too to forego Commander tax. Because you could let your Commander go to the graveyard or exile. Yep. And not give a shit and then cast it for free. But you have to get to seven, though. Right. But, I mean, if you do get there. If you're doing it in Absan, it's not probably. Remember, the, the big thing with Planeswalkers, and if you're including green, you have doubling season. <laughs> this thing ults with a doubling season. True. So, in Commander, uh, Kaya is going to be pretty solid still. I mean, even the fact that it's like the creature dies, you can return it to your hand, and you get a body back after it. Right. I mean, we, can't, we can't just talk about the ultimate without talking about its first ability, which is still pretty solid. It's like... Oh, my commander, uh, I put a put a counter on my commander. Yep. It dies. I get a spirit that can block, and then next turn I can cast it again without paying the commander tax. Yep. And that's just in commander. And then if we're looking at things in standard as well, right now, uh, if 
I don't know, some sort of fucking uh, Mardu uh, Croxa style deck. Tasa is going to love this card. Tasa is going to love this card because, because this is a plus death one ability. I would, yep, I would get two and that's spirits. Also, that's also in commander for those listening. You're welcome. Yeah, no this this new uh, this new Kaya pretty solid. Um, I don't. I mean, it's it's a good card. It's it's a five mana planeswalker. You know, like I'd probably loop it in the same category as something like uh, what five uh, Nightmare Muse Ashiok was. You know, it's a powerful card. Its abilities are solid all around. Like you can't go wrong with any of those. Garrick. Well, I mean, yeah, Gar- Garrick is really good as well. This doesn't compare. Are you talking about the court five one? color one or the five mana one? Uh, wild speaker. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Because they 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 would go each go each, uh, go with each other very well, especially the emblems. Well, I think we're only probably gonna talk about a couple more cards here. Um, but before we talk about the cards, some card types we have shapeshifter and changeling. That's uh, the ability changeling is reappearing in Kaldheim. Uh, vehicle is now uh, a returning card type and angels is getting a super boost here yes i feel maybe we can talk about some of these angels because jb is an angel fanatic i mean so is danny they both love angels yep there's a card in here in the set ask, theme booster exclusives that uh is getting me excited it Call. might it might uh hedge my one deck that i have it very well could i think matt knows what i'm talking about you're talking about the valkyrie Har- harbor nope. Because Resplendent Angel does that way better for half the mana. Okay. Are you talking about the Cleaving Reaper? Nope. Pyre of Heroes? Nope. The Starnheim Aspirant. Oh, making things... Yeah. It's about time... Yep. It's about time that Angels got their mana reducer here. So, JB, give us a read on this card. Okay. You got Starnheim Aspirant. Two and white for a human cleric creature. It's a 2-2. And angel spells you cast cost two less to cast. Solid. It's a perfect three drop. It would curve perfectly in my angel deck that I have that I haven't updated in a while. Any six CMC angel you're casting on turn four. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not if you're not ramping or anything else. Right, because you could turn two bishop into Starnheim, turn three, and then turn four, you're set up for drop yourself <laughs> whatever angel you want. Drop yourself or, or, is um Bishop's no longer in standard, so you're talking like modern. Yes, or... I'm talking with my modern deck. Okay, so you got things like Sunblast Angel that you could do on a turn four, which would be really mm-hmm. good against an aggro deck. You got Sunblast destroys Sublime all Archangel. Sublime Archangel is really good. That could cast for two white and give everything exalted. Uh, you can, oh, and it's moving outside of whites, you can get Chromas as well. Angel of Wrath uh, for, on, on, it'll be turn uh, turn five instead of turn four, but still like a. You could get an Archangel Abyssin for yep. three mana, flashed in. Just scrolling through some of these angels here. Uh, oh, Angel of Grace, which is white, white, three for a five, four flash flying. ETBs until your end of turn damage that would reduce your life total to less than one, reduces it to one instead. And those are just some angels. Like, just Google up your angel. Oh my God. Here, here's one of my favorite angels by far Angel of Serenity. You can get that turn five. Mm-hmm. Uh, white, 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 four, five, six. It ETBs. You exile up to three other target creatures from the battlefield and or creatures from graveyards. 
And then when Angel of Serenity leaves the battlefield, return the exile cards to their owner's hand. Yeah. Uh, Angels are getting a very... It's ridiculous to think that just one card can just boost a tribe just enough. Right. Well, then you also have Youthful Valkyrie. Yes, this one is... a two-drop angel. Yep. This is a solid, good two-drop angel. This is definitely going to be like in the slot with Bishop of Wings. Um, Youthful Angel, want to give us a read? Or Youthful Valkyrie. It's a single generic and a white. You get a 1-3 angel with flying. Whenever another angel enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on Youthful Valkyrie. Solid. Right? That commanders me stupid. With Divine Visitation? Right? Oh my god, yes, oh, Divine gonna, Visitation. Make, I'm going to make 30 sapling tokens. Oh wait, those are 30, 4, 4 angels. Oh hey, this guy's getting 30 plus one, plus right? one counters on it. Well, then you know what else is stupid, especially in Commander? Rampage of the Valkyries. Yeah. For three generic, a white, and a black, you get an enchantment. When Rampage of the Valkyries enters the battlefield, create a 4-4 white angel token with flying and vigilance. Whenever an angel you control dies, each other player sacrifices a creature. Yeah, that's stupid. So it's five mana for a 4-4 flying vigilance angel. I'm excited about I'm gonna this I'm going to have one. a shit ton of angel tokens. I'm a Wrath of God, and you're sacking yeah. everything. Well, if you're Wrath of Godding, they're all going to die anyway. But that's permanents. Is it non-land? No, it's or is it creature. Cre- yeah, creatures. I thought it said permanents. It's like, oh, that'd be perfect. Nope. Right. Board pipe. No, that'd be busted. That would be so busted if it was permanents. Two other things we're going to touch on here real quick is the rest of the MDFC lands were spoiled. We yeah, have they were. the... Rakdos MDFC land, we have the Golgari MDFC land, we have the Azorius MDFC land, and we have the Simic MDFC land. Can't forget about the Saga. Uh, okay, yeah. Sagas are now also going to be a, th- uh, a reoccurring thing in Keldheim. Because it makes sense for yes. a Viking set to have sagas. Yeah, because they're all tales of legend and stuff. Exactly. And sagas... I just gotta mm-hmm. I just gotta say right here, I'm a big fan of sagas as uh as a permanent type. Yeah, some of them some of them are pretty broken. They're solid. They're just fun. They're festive. They're it's not like they're too OP. Well there there was I think there's one that was in that first set that was pretty was close to OP. So Dominaria was the first one that had it. The only one I could think of that was really good in Dominaria, uh you have the Eldest Reborn was very popular in standard meta in black decks. Um Song of Freilis is okay in Commander. You have the land destruction. Um Fall of Thrawn. Fall of Thran, yeah, there we go. Yeah, good stuff. I mean sagas are awesome. And there's just so many. And Danny, give us a read on this brand new saga that we're getting in Keldheim. Anyway, uh, we have Showdown of the Skulls. It is two colors, Boros. Uh, step one is, or chapter one, Excel top four cards of your library until until the end of your next turn. You may play those cards. Steps two and three, or chapters two and three, whenever you cast a spell this turn, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature you control. Yeah. yeah. Solid. Definitely Boros. With uh, chapter two and three, whenever you cast a spell this turn. So you can cast two spells... It's or infinite. Well, as many spells as you can cast, you're just putting a bunch of stuff. So if you have cascade, yeah, cascade is a good way just to like double up on the counters. 
and uh, I'm trying to think of a way of you'd have to be Jeskai omniscience and have a way to just continuously draw cards five color commander cast spell draw cards yeah you'd have like Jeskai ascendancy maybe to like untap your oh my god this uh, showdown of the skulls this is just another way to beef up your things with Jeskai ascendancy here we go done right there because you get cards to play off of the chapter one there oh my god you do, Matt. That you do. Well, we've talked about some of these new cards here pretty long. We got a deck tech and stuff to do and finance. So let's do the quickest of all quickest weekly winners run through here. And then we'll get on to our spe- super special deck tech of the week. I don't know if it's super special. It's super special. It's an all right deck. So for our finance section we read off of the amazing website mtg stocks who come out every friday with an article called weekly winners in their weekly winners they talk about three to five cards that have moved up in price and then they show you three to five cards that are starting to move down in price for you to pick up and uh as i said these come out on friday we read this on monday if prices have changed we'll let you know let's jump into this First off, in the weekly winners, we have Dwarven Blood Boiler. It hey, is... Hey, before you go further. Ooh, what? You didn't read his snippet that you should have read. Oh, okay, okay. God. So the snippet written by the uh, the author here, Peter, the spoilers for Kelheim are upon us, and the markets are already responding. For the first time in many weeks, we have a number one winner that has spiked more than 1,000%. Like every week, just in time for Digital f and I'll now tell you the cards that you will be that will be in the talk of the Digital Town tonight. Dwarven Blood Boiler. Red, red, red for a 2-2 dwarf that reads, Tap and untap dwarf you control. Target creature gets plus 2, plus 0 until end of turn. This card was originally printed in Judgment. It has seen a 1,732% increase. It is now at $8.98. As of Friday, but today you can get it for eight dollars twenty cents, or if you look on TCG Player, you can get it for five dollars and eighty-seven cents. Card Kingdom is probably all sold out right now because on MTG stocks it's only showing that they're for ninety-nine cents. Yeah, so dwarves when uh, Magda got shown, spoiled, and that dwarfs are going to be a thing, people decided to go and pick up a bunch of dwarfs you will see that continued on in these weekly winners and yeah uh dwarven blood uh blood boiler pairs very well with magda because if you remember when we read magda it reads whenever a dwarf you control becomes tapped you create a treasure token so dwarven blood boiler taps a dwarf you control if you have magda out you make a treasure token with that and it gets you closer to that five treasure tokens to search your library for an artifact or a dragon. Uh, I don't know. A little side note with this. I think that people are going to be focusing too much on the dwarves. And some cards that you can definitely be picking up right now are some of the dragons or treasure makers. Uh, Gratic, Gaddick, the crown scourge we were talking about before the show started. It is two and a red. Let me pull it up here. Gadrick, there's an R in there. Gadrick, Gadrick. Spell Matt. Where's your heart? There we go. Gadrick, this crown scourge, two and a red for a five-four legendary dragon with flying. When Gadrick, the crown scourge, 
Gaudric the Crown Surge can't attack unless you control four or more artifacts. At the beginning of your end step, create a creature token for each non-creature that has died this turn. This is a card that is in standard. It is 50 cents right now. This is going to be going bonkers with Magdra, in our opinion here. Nobody has picked it up. No one hasn't shown a spike at all on MTG stocks. So, y'all out there listening right now, live especially, go pick some up. I I want to say I'd, I'd bet on it in the next like two to four months since Keldheim isn't out yet. I'm going to put it out to four months because Keldheim stuff doesn't come out until February. But that's within that time frame, it's going to be at you know more than doubling or tripling. It's going to be more than 50 cents is what I'm getting at here. Look at these cards that are more of like dragon artifact treasure oriented. Like the, the dwarves are the low pickings right here. Uh, super fast now. Running through number two of the week, we have Dwarven Recruiter. Sense a theme. It is two and a red for a 2-2 two, two dwarf creature token. That token card that reads... When Dwarven Recruiter enters the battlefield, search your library for any number of dwarf cards, reveal them, shuffle your library, put them at top in any order. So with the speculation of dwarfs being coming a thing, EDH Dwarf Tribal is picking up in popularity, and these cards are starting to come out. You've seen cards like Goblin Ringleader for Goblin's decks, and this is kind of like the closest comparison that you have for Dwarf Tribal. Something to keep an eye out for. And then finally, one of probably the coolest ones we have is Lovisa Cold Eyes. Red, red, three for a 3-3 legendary human lord. Nope, just a human. That reads each, it's a rat, it's just human. Each creature that's a barbarian, a warrior, or a berserker gets plus two, plus two, and has haste. Uh, This card is seen a... 90% increase, now sitting at $2.25. With all of the Berserker cards that have been shown in Keldheim and with Warriors getting printed in Zendikar and some stuff that's been shown in Core 21 as well, it's just going to be a solid a solid Warrior-style pickup. And then it's also going to have some EDH pairings with, like, uh, they give an example here of Bloodbraid Elf. Did you know Bloodbraid Elf is an elf berserker? That would be getting the effect of plus two, plus two at least. So it'd be a five, four. But as we're running through this, making this quick, we're going to go to the cheap pickups right now. Well, just to say, <laughs> the first two on this are disappointing. Because <laughs> I have stake in these two cards. So... The first up, we have Lithoform Engine from Zendikar Rising. It is now sitting at $12.33, and it's still trending down. You can find them on TCG Player for 8 bucks. Yeah. So, next up, we have Turn Timber Symbiosis, one of the Boltland modal cards from Zendikar Rising. Sitting at $7.14, still trending down. You can pick them up on TCG Player for five sixty-eight. I should put a TCG Sniper for three dollars. Well, I have a foil one in my trade binder. No, he Danny wants to use TCG Sniper. Don't deprive him of that. To get him down to three dollars. Yeah, but you could have a foil one that you could just trade me. Would you trade it to him for three dollars though? No, I would trade it to him for what it's worth. Three dollars. 
But the foil one is not worth three dollars. I don't want to trade until it's three dollars. But it's foil, Danny. I don't care. Foil, I don't think it's gonna hit three dollars. Watch it. It won't. It's foil. So this last one I'm at least happy about. We have Dark Depths Ultimate Masters printing. Eighteen dollars and eleven cents. And it is bottoming out. You can get them on TCG Player for 13 bucks. Right? I'm excited. I've always wanted a place at a Dark Depths. It's a dirty card. It is. It's so <laughs> dirty. But that's why I like it. Nothing like, hey, look at me. Turn two or three. I'm going to have a uh, 2020 Indestructible. I'm going to beat your face in with. Right. Yep. So as Danny was saying, there's an amazing site called TCG Sniper. Yeah, there is. Tell us about it there, Danny. No, I was I was saying there is, and then I was letting you keep going. Oh, oh, okay. I was just adding on to your statements. The 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 amazing site TZG Sniper allows you to input cards into their site. I don't care. So what? It's, it's not. It's foil. Danny. It's not for commander. I don't fucking care. It's foil, Danny. No, it's foil. It's I beautiful. I don't care. I'm even doing the Vanna White. I don't look care. at this. Look at this fucking beautiful. We were on such a roll. <laughs> such a roll. We were partially professional there for at least 10 minutes. At least 10 minutes. You know very well we're not going to be professional ever for a whole episode. I was about to say for 10 ever. minutes we were. Small increments. Small increments. You input the card into TCG Sniper and you will get notified. Yes, you do. Of when the card will move up or down in price, depending on what you set the preferences at. That's then sure. when you get notified of when said card meets that desired oh, yeah. notification or seal product, you will click the link, yeah, go to TCG will. Player, and you can buy it and become a happy Magic player. Yes, because yes, I, I just got notified on a seal box of Masters 25 for 190 bucks. Did you pick it up? No, I didn't because I didn't have $190. Womp womp. So right now, if you sign up, you get their free account, which gives you five alerts that you can have, three or five alerts, and, which is all I have. and you get email notifications. But if you enter, if you go and sign up right now and say that the guys over at This Week and MTG sent you, you will get upgraded to their plus model. Oh, yeah, which for, is better than what I have. For three months. Because JB sucks. Which gets you 50 cards that you can enter in that's 10 times, times, times what i have <laughs> please go check them out tell them that the guys over at this weekend mtg sent you you're not going to be disappointed with that plus just tell them Max exactly you. you'll be disappointed with what i have and with that danny 
Yes. You have a deck of the week for us, I hear. No, I don't. You told me to. You have to do the whole deck of the week in ASMR. I will. Oh, oh God, please don't. It's wait so long. No, he is not. Get wait on. I can't. <laughs> Rock, it holds right down to get on. You tell him to get on because we're going to do a whole ASMR deck deck. Tell we're not going to do a whole ASMR yes, deck Yes, I am. Lips get him on. Lip smacking included. I don't think anybody's listening right now. <sighs> Danny, which deck are we doing tonight? We're doing that one deck. You added him yourself. <sighs> yes, I did. Don't, don't underestimate the power of Discord. Are we going to wait until he shows up then? I have the power of my phone. Are we going to wait until he shows up then? He's not in yet. I'll he hasn't get, replied. I'll, I'll give him a minute. I'll get a beer. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, you do that. <sighs> so close to being done. You were doing a very great job of blocking the door there. Oh, uh, okay. That's enough of that bullshit. <laughs> now that Matt's out of the room, we can talk normal. Yep. <laughs> oh, fuck, he's back. Oh, fuck. I was going to lock the door, too. <laughs> yeah, I am that friend that will lock you out of your own house. Not surprised. Is he hop on yet? No. No I'm way. not talking live chat. I'm talking just online. You have your phone. You can look. I'm on Moxfield, so no, I can't. No, he hasn't replied back yet. Obviously, I can see he's not replied back. I'm just saying if he's on. Oh, if he's on. He is. He's listening to Spotify. <sighs> At least that's what the Discord says. I'm giving your kitty belly rubs. Man, so as we're waiting here, I guess, you know, to kind of have some form of listener engagement or entertainment here. Oh, Danny, don't. You're welcome. That is not the engagement I was looking for. So from now on, that, that mic is forever Danny's. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not going to talk into the shit smelling microphone. I don't stink. Yet. Yeah, this is your first day. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, speaking of shit, this deck of the week is my turn four budget burn deck. Go figure. Well, it's the only good deck I have. <laughs> I don't know. Your Soul Sister deck is pretty decent. Well, it's not Soul Sister. It's a variant. It's White Weenies. It's, a healer, it's healer Hawk. But it's got Soul Sister. Soul Ward, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Because you just won't roll, run the other Soul Sister. Don't need to. But you do. But I don't, because it's a turn four win. Because it's beautiful. Why would I need to when it's a turn four win? Because it can be turn three. I don't care. <laughs> my turn four is better. Anyway, uh, we'll go back to my uh, turn four budget burn deck. Um, 
modern legal. It's your uh, basic modern burn running uh, four lightning bolts, uh, four lightning strikes. For some reason, I have three magma jets in here. I think I had four, but I think I took one out for a good reason. Four, the pyretic rituals, which are four of, and then four shocks. All these, I suppose, I should probably bring out sorceries too, because I have four lava spikes and four skewer the critics. Mind you, the skewer the critics has a uh, spectral class of one red. Um, whenever you cast, you may cast a spell as long as you've dealt damage this turn. Or your opponent has lost life this turn, sorry. But for creatures, I am running four electrostatic fields, four gutter snipes, four thermal alchemists, and three torbrands. Fane of the Red Fell. Um, and just basically 18 basic lands. This deck synergizes so you could run or cast a one drop shock for 14 damage on one turn. I know JB's fell to that one a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's really it was based off a deck I saw on MTG Goldfish that was turn four win um, with the four lightning bolts with a gutter snipe with the gutter snipe. Because Gutter Snipe is when we cast an instant or a sorcery, it deals two damage to target opponent. Each opponent. Oh, yeah, each opponent. Because that's this gets around hexproof. Um, each of my guys, Electrostack Field and Thermal Alchemist, does damage to each opponent. So it doesn't target. So you can just cast all your stuff, blow them up without combat damage. So, yeah, you can just keep your guys safe and just kill people non combat. The cool thing about Electrostatic Field, it's in 0-4, so it doesn't die to opposing lightning bolts. Exactly. And it blocks pretty solidly as well. Uh, Thermal Alchemist is in the same uh, you know, same vein as it can block pretty well, but you know, it dies to a lightning bolt. But the yep. fact that it can block, you know, opposing goblin guides or monastery swift spears up to two spells, kind of a thing. Yep. And, and if it is going to die, and if it's untapped, you can just tap it and deal one damage. Right, so right. That, so with, with Thermal Alchemist, you can just tap it, deal that one damage, not ca- not cast a spell, but because of that one damage, you can cast your Scare of the Critics for basically free, or for one drop, deal three damage. Only downfall with Scare of the Critics, it is a sorcery, so it can, because you can't, I guess, really compile them. Um, cause you have to let them resolve first, but yeah, it's, uh, if it hits well, it goes quick. It's usually turn four, turn five at latest for it to win. Um, but yeah, Torbrand's in there, three of them for late game. If you ever get to that far and usually then there's countered anyways, cause their points already reached their spells that they're looking for. Uh, so yeah, that was my dick of the week guys. It's uh, whopping $71 currently. Oh, it could be way cheaper, though, because oh, you got oh, price yeah. tiers. Right. You got the promo gutter snipes, which be- are Because this bucks. this is how my deck is built right now. This is exactly how my deck is built. Those tar brands, you really have the extent, three extended arts? Yeah. You do? Two of them, at least. The one, the one's probably not. But yeah, I have extended arts. The lightning bolts can be like four or five bucks or whatever if you get the the cheapest one because you got the magic quest. Yep, full art. 
Magic Pass. Yeah. I got those from Rob. So you save that. Rob's Olsen. Thank you very much. Shout out. Yeah, this deck looks super fun. I know I've got toasted by this deck several times. Y'all. You know what's coming. It's how I play. I'm, a, I'm an extreme aggro player. So most of my decks are quick and fast and hit hard. But if there's answers that you have, my decks are pretty weak. This is Danny's Bolton Shock kind of de- deck. Yep. It was based off of Gavin Schmidt's uh, standard deck from way back when. Ah, with the uh, the gutter snipes and the Burroughs charms yep. back during Ravnica time. <clears throat> that is exactly sh- exactly it. Because he was running the gutter snipes and young pyromancers. Yeah, the electrostatic fields then, or is it the thermal alchemist that's taking place of the uh, thermal? Thermal. Yeah. Well, the have you? So that's the thing. The electrostatic fields in there because it again that would gutter snipe whatever you cast for insert sorcery automatic three damage, automatic because it's yep. on cast. Doesn't matter if they're countered or not. It's three damage. Yep. So that's why they're in there. The thermal alchemist again. It's the tap. Deal one damage whenever you cast a sorcery or an instant. Untap it. It's when it's everything's on cast. So it doesn't matter if your opponent counters it or not. It's on cast, so they activate. So with the amount of instances I have, I can just stack them, and you can't do anything but see your life tick away. Very true. I'm beginning to think of, think it out here a little more, but maybe the young pyromancers would do a better job because it expands your board a little more. It does for the late game, but the way this deck works, it doesn't. Because I only run eight sorceries in here, which all deal three damage apiece. So if you have electro stack field or, and or gutter snap out, and you cast one of those, they're all one drops basically in my deck other than Mango Jet, Lightning Strike, and Pyrek Ritual. But everything else is basically a one-drop for instant or sorcery, or has the ability to be a one-drop. So the plan of this deck, just to make sure we got it, is you're trying to put these creatures out on the battlefield as fast as possible, so that way you can yep. do the optimal amount of damage. Yep. So t- so basically, turn, turn four is win. How do you prioritize your like lightning bolts and stuff? Like turn one, you're going to be bolting whatever they got because that's really your only turn one play you got is lava spike or bolts or shock. So basically, I play Boros Control until I have Gutter Snipe or usually Gutter Snipe's out because if Gutter Snipe's out and I have a four cards that deal three damages game because it's 20 damage in four cards, four right. spells. So, as long as Gutter Snipe's out there, I'm fine. Like Staff Field, I can push it. But with the amount of low drop cards I have, I can play Control until I have my creatures and then just blow up in their face with non-combat damage. Question is, where's your sideboard? I don't have one. I don't need one. I thought you had a sideboard. I I do, but I don't have it on here because it's kind of incomplete um because i thought you had some white that you were I, I boarding do, in i do for disenchant um i have disenchant in there just so i can get rid of enchantments like because of you i because of the line 
is this one of those things where I need to get rid of ley line to get to your face, basically. Um, again, I haven't really played much modern league. I played a few nights and then it got canceled because of COVID. Um, well, we're still doing it. I, we just need people. Yeah, here's the thing, though. I have other things going on most of the time, so I can't. On Saturday at noon? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> See? Now it's me. See? One See? Day. You can do it. Every other weekend I have my kids, so I can't really Well, so do, do I. But yours are in town all the time. You see your kid a lot more than I do, and you, you you don't have to drive as far as I do. Yeah, but I still have mine off and on. Yeah, but you see yours more often than I do. So? Exactly. Teach her to play magic, and she can help you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's an 18-year-old drama queen. We got... Who is Wade. nine. We got Wade saying, hashtag webcam magic, Danny. Come on. See? Do it up. See? I have do, a webcam. See? You do EDH. You can do some Occasionally well. EDH. Yeah. But. But I also have a pregnant wife that wants to do everything on weekends. Well, you tell her that, hey, I just need like three hours. That's it. Hey, and look at the, speaking of the devil, she texts me, are you on your way soon? <laughs> say no, because. What were you going to say? Because I have to go through your box. Yeah. You can look through it and just send me a list. But, but anyway, it takes so long. But anyway, moving along, more questions about that. Hit up Matt by email. He might answer you in like a week, two weeks, more three, like four. three, more like four. Right. Let's get realistic here. So you all made it to the end of the episode here. Hey, we did. Woo! Finally. Thank you so very much. You guys are legendary magic folk for making it all the way here listening to our ramblings this is one of those episodes that you know we just had way more fun than what we probably should have for That's a normal a episode blame, blame the beer and the farts oh my god <laughs> yeah mainly the beer not the farts go follow us on Facebook and Twitter we post uh, news and stuff that we come across as well on there uh, news that we don't talk about another good place to hit us up is on the discord if you guys haven't joined the Discord yet and you're listening to this, please come join the Discord. We record the podcast live every Monday where you can come and harass us like the rest of the chat here does. It is a wonderful time. We love it. Please come join us. You can see how long this hour-long episode actually takes. <laughs> yep. It's all unedited, unfiltered when you watch it live. All the farts. So all the please, farts. if you are very cautious about words... Please don't listen live. Yeah, don't. So if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or feedback of any kind, you can hit us up on the Discord. You can also hit us up on Twitter or Facebook by DMing us or adding us or whatever you got to do to get a hold of us. But Matt likes those DMs. You can also send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. We always appreciate feedback of any kind. We are striving to become your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. Also, please send love to J-Dub Sports Card and Gaming, our amazing sponsor that gave us these three boxes for December to give away that are now going to be going to homes. One has already made it to a home. Two more are on their way to homes to be cracked and just have it. Did you get the bundles? J-Dubs, go check them out. They got everything that you need to do. Now, if you guys have nothing else to say, I think that's an episode. 
bonus points if you send us your polls from those boxes. What, what's the bonus points? You just get bonus points. Raging rights. Bonus points. Do it. But with that, we will catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.